Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, Girl Tribe, Murgatroyd, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Why do girls have, you know, uh, pancakes and 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 hair buns on their shirt? What what is the reason why every girl has these random jumping jacks all day for rose? Like, what? <laughs> when did that start? Why do you have it? Mm. Why did the, Why did my mom not do it in the fifties? Why now? This is a lot that you're firing at me uh, on this topic. Well, as an ambassador for all women on the planet, it's (laughs) the least you can do. I appreciate that. Sure. Um, uh, You know, here's what I will say. I think it's fun to express your personality uh, via shirts that do the talking for you. I'm not sure that's really a trend right now. I This is like five years old and mm. I slept in it last night. Okay. So I don't think that- You it's, don't feel like you're cutting edge in fashion? I don't fashion. think I'm cutting edge in fashion anytime soon. Do you think it's going to go away? I think- Rosé all day, I mean, okay, I, it's yay, all, it's YOLO. All, <laughs> <laughs> it's all on the shelf at Target. So the answer to that would be yes. Yeah, it's um, But a, I will say one thing I never did, I did like a lot of the cute shirts that have like those little fun quotes and all of that see, on but it. See how you have it like sliding down I your cut, shoulder right see, there? I that's, cut, that's, yeah, I cut, this yeah. was a crew neck shirt and I cut I it. I like that. It makes me want to get the other shirt. I, stop it, stop it. I wish this was a video podcast, no. but listen, but listen the, you guys you, are not- you didn't, let me come to, you didn't let me come full circle. It wasn't that important. Let's, it, let's go. <laughs> oh my God. It actually is important. Go ahead. Do you know what I never did was the, the ones that made you look lazy, like the- um, sleep all day, rosé all night, like that kind of shit, or the ones that were like self-deprecatingly mean, like stupid in the morning, like I, or whatever they said. I never did those because I always felt like 
if I put that out in the universe, that that's what I would end up being. Yeah, a friend, so, a friend of mine said to me, if you want to know what somebody is all about, just watch the t-shirts that they wear. Right. And it's such a true well, statement. Well, let's talk about your t-shirt collection. Yeah, what does it say? Nothing. That's not true. No, you had have... you had an entire drawer mm-hmm. of t-shirts that had different things on it. And the irony of all of it is you would get like all, you had like 800 LA t-shirts and mm-hmm. then you moved to LA. And you, then you would yeah. have like Red Sox t-shirts. And then you had all these sports teams that if I Harvard. actually asked you what type of sport they played, you wouldn't know. And yeah, you'd have Harvard and you had... You have a, don't act like you don't. You have a slew of t-shirts with words on it. All right, if you like to keep um, viewership on this podcast, we, we should, should, change we should the probably move on. All right, let's um, go. So today we are gonna talk about um, something that I think is uh, is an interesting piece. And what we try and do is we try and, we try and clue you guys into real time of what it is that we're working on. So if you hear, you know, if you're playing a drinking game and every time you hear me mention the word chiropractic or mention the word Los Angeles, you know that what we're trying to do is not bore you with this. We're trying to take you, excuse me, in real time. And what was wh- that? <laughs> it was a little bit of a burp. Uh, take you in real time through what we're going through. So as uh, many listeners to the show know, uh, we are in the process of uh, making a move uh, in about a year and a half uh, to Italy. So, so it doesn't seem like, you know, uh, you know, uh, it's like, wow, it's a year and a half from now, but I want you to, I I want the reason why we're bringing this up for you guys to listen to is whatever, whatever a big move, whether it's a physical move or whether it's something major in your life, like you're buying something, you're selling something, you're moving, whatever, changing careers, some kind of change that is significant. It always brings two things, right? It brings the one thing, which is like why you want it in the first place and the excitement that's associated with it. But, you know, sometimes you're like a cat that's dragging on, you know, with his claws and doesn't want to leave because, you know, we've become habituated to our environment and we like you know, we like things the way they are. Well, I think that depends on your personality and your different strengths because I remember going through some different uh, coaching clients and virtual mastermind clients. And they, they did not want to give up on the, the thing that wasn't currently working. They wanted to see it through the, the, to the end. And that was actually part of their, their strength assessment that we did. Right. Do you remember that? Where it's like you have, there are certain characteristics that everybody has that makes you an individual, but it also impacts whether or not you see a new change in situation as fear-based, as excited, if you won't leave the old job because you like can't give up, you know, you have to see it through to the end. Like all of those things are, um, I think, character-based and differ from person to person. Yeah, I I think you're right. And that is what I wanted to do this show for because you and I, um, you know, as much as together we make one person, we're we're quite we're quite different in our approaches to how we do things. So, for example, I am, you know, super excited about this next move to Italy. But I would be lying if I said to you that um, it freaks me out. And let me explain what freaks me out. I've got a I don't know if it's my personality or if it's just that I'm getting more set in my ways as I'm aging, one or the other, or maybe both. But I have things the way I like them now. 
You know, I've, I've got my, I, I got my coffee in the morning. I got my morning rituals. I got my stretches. I, I got my workouts that I do on the beach. I, I've got my podcast, hair product. my hair, my podcast studio. I've got, you know, the restaurants that we go to. And I am- And a, they're all on a checklist. I am a creature of habit. Like you, what you'll see right here is me checking oh off. Oh my God, hold on a second. <laughs> so let me just, I get, give this to me. <laughs> what? Um, he just handed me the actual checklist. <laughs> okay, can I, I'm gonna shed some light. Is everybody ready? At 6.50, I read. At 7, I journal. At 7.10, Sophia shows up. 7.20, I stretch. 7.30, pliability. 8, Peloton. 8.30, shower. Day one, Demi is on the checklist. That must be connecting with her. Mm-hmm. Five waters, six IGs, community, full workout, tongue planks. Mm-hmm. Do I even want to know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> and then nudie? It's my, it's, and then you get nudie at the end? What's uh, the end? Naudi is my myofascial release video that I do watching uh, t- television at night. Uh, okay, t- but tongue- he checks this shit off every day. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. So these are these are okay. So you, you get the idea, right? Oh, so I, I am, get the idea. I, I, I tend, You're a creature of habit. I'm a teach, creature of habit. Yeah. So <laughs> so when when I think about making a, a big move like this, I'm you know where going are you like, going to do those tongue planks? Where, where's the tongue plank? You know, like how's that going to happen? You know, and, and I'm I'm actually not going to explain what a tongue plank is, and I want everybody to think that um, it's it's, it's something weird. other than yeah, it is. it's weird. So you'll have to Google what a tongue plank is, and oh let's see if anybody God. knows what it is. Um, but I do them every day, and Kim is oh well, my God, Kim stop is, it. Kim is all the better for stop. it. <laughs> She's red now. <laughs> I don't even. Well, first of all. It's not true. If you go back three episodes, you can listen to. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were saying your tongue planks aren't helping. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I am uh, I am a creature of habit. Kim, on the other hand, has no habits. Yeah, she's like <laughs> you know, she's like burn the bra, throw care to the winds. Let's go to Italy. Let's have cafe, and everything is going to be a okay. Yeah, I'm not worried. Um, she does not care about that stuff. I feel quite, quite different. Can I so just, I am already starting to can put I together. Add a li- okay. So, so the point of this is to talk about how we deal with the differences, right? And what we do. So when this first idea of Italy came through and we started talking about it and I could see the anxiety um, coming up in Rob. And I was like, like, I was like, okay, give me the thing that you're worried about. And he, <laughs> I shit you not. He was like, how am I going to get my Myers dish soap there? Okay, first of no, all- No, 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 Pause, no, stop that, it. No, that, is, not, that is such a stupid example. No, it is Let not. me explain to you why. No, it's a legit, Let, okay, pause. No, no you pause. <laughs> let me, let me, because you've used this example incorrectly 20 times already. Uh-huh. Please let me explain this. That is sure. not true at all. This is contextual. How am I going to get my Myers dish soap? This it is, was actually verbatim. This, it, yes, it was verbatim, and it was quite contextual. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me give you the example. Okay, where is it on your checklist? I am at the dishes. I'm doing the dishes. We're having this conversation. I'm trying to think of okay, 
when we go to Italy, there are things, you know, it's not a third world those, country. Those I creature comforts of I don't think it's a, dish soap. I don't think it's a third world con- country, but I'm, I'm, maybe it is. I don't know. It's not. Okay. So Italy not. is not a third world Is it country. fourth? No. What are you talking about? Is it first? Italy is fine. Okay. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, okay, well, when I go there. Like I'm no, not taking to would the you let, See, this is the other problem. You never let me explain you're this. You're not going to the Congo. Like, let me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, you're going to you're going to Tuscany. Like, we're talking about soap. You are not making your case. Really funny. Okay, so I'm at the I'm at the uh, I'm at the sink. I'm doing dishes, and I'm trying to express a point to you. And I'm saying like, okay, our <laughs> our normal daily habits are if we're missing dog food, we walk over, <laughs> we go to Amazon, and we uh-huh. type in dog food, and tomorrow it's sitting on our front porch, right? And sh- so I'm saying like. <laughs> I want to. I want to make sure that things that we need. I'm not going to have to, you know, get on a camel or get. Okay, I'm not going to have to get on a Vespa with, you know, a suit and tie and go through <laughs> cobblestone streets because I need dog food and it's. And I look at it and I bring. I bring home, you know, gnocchi and not dog food because I don't know what the hell it is because it's in another language. I want to be able to say like, okay, I need dog food. Well, what what do you do here in America? In America, you need dog food. You type in dog food and boom, dog food appears at your house the next day. So when you asked me that question, I was like, for example, dish soap. If I needed dish soap, what would uh-uh. I do? You said, okay? am and I you gonna, have no, used no, 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 this no, no, example no. incorrectly that ever since. True. That's exactly what happened. Right. It, it, you said, how am I going to get my Myers dish soap? Because it's a specific one. <laughs> exactly. Whether it was Myers or Schmeyers, it wouldn't matter. It does matter because here's the thing. What did you learn about Amazon in Italy? Well, I, I actually took the liberty of switching my store from U.S. to Italian and so I could see what, what they get. They had Myers, but they did not have a lot of other things. No, right. But okay. They had like, you know, scongili soap. And I'm oh, going like, okay. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> is it like, am I washing with clam juice? Okay, like, but- what is, like, what is it? Gnocchi flavored. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, okay. But listen, here's here's the point. The point is this. She's, Sophie's going to have like lasagna Pop-Tarts in the morning. Like what? Like. <laughs> so here's the point though. The point is you are getting jacked up. When I say he is jacked up about this initially, he was jacked up about whether or not he was going to be able to get the specific thing that he wants to the point where he was like, I'll just buy a year supply and I'll put it in in the thing to ship it over. I was like, Rob, you're gonna look like you're importing Meyer's dish soap. Like this is the real conversation. So he can make light of it and like, oh, how do you Amazon? Like they have Amazon and they also have stores. They also happen to have dogs and I think they have dog food. It's all gonna work out. And for me, maybe it's just my my elevated... uh, ideas of everything is always working out for me, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to get dish soap and dog food and you're going to find hair product. But here's the here's the irony of the whole thing about four days after the, how am I going to possibly get the one dish soap that I need? He's calling Italy because I hear him trying in broken Italian, trying to explain to the guy that cut his hair while we were there that he needs- You heard that? I did, that he needs hair product and the guy said, okay, come in tomorrow. And Rob was like, no, 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 no. I don't need hair cut. There's a product I got there and I'd like you to ship it to America. So this product, this problem goes both ways. Let me tell you what happens, okay? He's a product whore. 
And so whatever he's whoring at the moment, whether it's <laughs> hair product, dish soap, doesn't matter, dog food, he is a product whore. He will find the store in Italy that has the perfect thing in the world. And five years from now, you're going to hear us doing a podcast about how he's going to get that back to America because he can't function. Like he is a product whore. We found a, we found on one, one of our last days, I feel like it was, we found a little store that sold high-end toothpaste. Do you remember that one? Uh, ma- uh, ma- uh, what doesn't matter, mm, but you went in and- Marvin's. Marvin's. You went in and bought 800 little things of it because- 16, but go ahead. And you didn't even like it. It got it, it, well when you when you licorice flavored <laughs> toothpaste was just weird okay. in the morning. So I'm making, but the, it was great at the time. Uh-huh. And so I'm making the case that he will find there's actual social proof from four months traveling Europe. And I told him, I said, look, we went to Europe for four months. Did you go without toothpaste, hair product? dish soap? Was there a huge issue and void in your life because you didn't see Myers on the label? Like none of that, none of that mattered. And so this is the part where you have to have influence over your spouse to say, you got to stop going so specific and know that you're not going to the Congo. I'm not putting you in a tent out in the middle that someone's going to like fly a plane and drop a a pallet of supplies to you. Like you're going to Italy. Well, there's a great Woody Allen quote that goes something like this. I'm paraphrasing. I've, I've, um, I've died a thousand deaths and none of them were actual. Something right. like that, right? It's very so, dramatic. It's perfect for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the reason why we brought this up is to- They love to listen to us fight. You are probably, you the listener, are probably at a place or perhaps- have been or, or or will be in a place where you're going to make a big move and you're vacillating back and forth. And again, between, the move doesn't have to be like an actual physical move. It could be a move in business or yeah. a relationship. It Anything, could be a divorce. A shift. Maybe like a shift is a better word. It could be a divorce. Word. Yeah, could, good like example. Any of these things where it's a big good shift example. in your at the life. Of, at the end of this show, I think we're going to have to figure, <laughs> we're gonna have to figure that one no, out. No, I need to keep my Italian citizenship intact. <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm actually... I, I'm, um, I'm I'm clickbait right now. No, it's a 90-day fiance. 90-day, oh, that's really (laughs) funny. Um, So yeah, I mean, you know, if if you're in a place right now where you're about to make a shift or you're about to make a move and you're feeling like, you know, you want to hold on, this is me and that, and I know if it's me, then there's other people like me. And I know if Kim is the opposite, then there are other people like her. So yes, I want to make the leap and I want to move you know, from California to Italy and experience everything new. And at the same time, I would like to pick up my home <laughs> in California and put it into the Palazzo in Greece and bring an ocean. In okay? Italy. Where I'm Italy. sorry, in, uh, in Italy. And bring an ocean because I want certainty and dish soap, okay? <laughs> I want it to be... I want the predictability of it. And there's a there's an unrest for me in allowing myself to open up. And here's the crazy fucking shit about this. I did the same thing when we spent four months living there. Most of the stuff that I brought, I didn't use. And all of the trepidations and anxieties about it were soon replaced with things that were even better with the exception of wine in Montenegro. 
everything else <laughs> was strange. perfect because that was turpentine, but everything else <laughs> was absolutely perfect. And it turned me on to new things, which is why I called Italy last week to ask him about the hair product because I, I want like my, okay, this is a great one. My biggest fear about moving to Italy was that I had one hair cutter that I used for 10 years and oh my God, it couldn't. For the four months, when we did the four months. When we did the four months. Well, and a- then and then I went to a, a brand new haircut. I was like, oh, I like the way he does it better. And then I did it again. And yeah. then, then, then I said, I need to stay with this guy. But I couldn't because I was moving from Rome to let's say Lecce, right? And there, obviously it's, it's six hours away or whatever. Um, and I couldn't. So then I went to the next one. I was like, oh, his haircut was even better. So I started to unfold. Now I know, I recognize I'm talking out of both sides of my ass here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring the point to people that your biggest fears are generally, and I'm talking to myself here, your biggest fears are generally not realized. Your fear that you're going to take a trip, like we're going to Miami, I'll probably over, in a couple of weeks, I'll, I'll probably overpack and feel like I need all of it and get there and I'll wear three things. So all of this planning in on, on the one hand is great, but on the other hand, it's leaving no room for magic. Okay. So can I play the avocado of the devil. I just completely argued both sides of the coin, didn't I? I know you did. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, You just basically came around to my side, which is what we enjoy anyway. But let me play the avocado of the devil. So for me, I could probably just like put my toothpaste and my toothbrush and a couple of things in a bag and, you can get and, on a plane with on one, a plane. You can get on a plane with one of, one of your little underwears and a, and a <laughs> toothbrush and be fine. And I would go there and be like, "I'll buy clothes and I'll, and and it'll be perfect, and we'll work it all out." Yeah. So you are a diva. That's what we learned, and I'm not. But there's a part of me not being that diva that I will forego some things that I really would like to have there. So you, what you do to me in a positive way, is you make me think about the things that I would miss because I would just get on a plane. Like I wouldn't give, I wouldn't care. So you make me think about the things that I would even miss and write them down. And for me, it's not actually the things because I feel like I can kind of find anything anywhere and work it out. But when, for me, it's more the processes that, I need to go smooth. Mm-hmm. So like where Rob gets jacked up on bringing your Meyer soap, I get jacked up on it being organized like a symphony. I don't want problems. I like to plan things. I'm already calling shipping companies to understand how the shipping process is done. What's the average time of the the shipping of the container? Like what what is the what is the details on getting a car there? Which like, is not going particularly well because of COVID, right? Right. Well, right now with COVID, it's it's a shit show. So I'm not going to stress about it. But for me, it's the organization and the processes that I need to go well. Like if you want to see Rob in a tizzy, have him show up in Italy without hair product. You want to see me in a tizzy have shit not go right because I do not like when the things don't operate effectively. And my strategy brain, my I am very strategic with what I do. And I will think it through 10, 10 steps forward, 
I will have contingency plans in place. And because I do that, that's my neuroses, but because I do that, things tend to go smoothly. They do. You're quite a chess player. You always like, it's always the weird thing where like we're going through customs or somewhere and they'll be like, well, if you don't have the ICD-9 form, then you can't get it. Okay. I you made, just pull that out of your chiropractic I, list. I made, uh, I made three, <laughs> uh, I made, th- I made three copies of that just in case that you, I thought maybe <laughs> you'd ask for that, but I, I do have that. Um, like that is you because yeah. you're a strategic thinker. Okay, so here's what I wanted to do with this. So as we go through this process, I promise we won't um, bore you with every single step of what it's like moving to Italy. But here's what I do know. I do know a lot of the listeners of this show, it, it, they like coming on journeys with us because they like to hear how we think. They like to hear what it looks like because at the end of it, it's easy to see, you know, me surfing in Southern California and go, look at that dick. Like he's like, I guess everything just worked out as opposed to understanding the shit show that it was to get here. And the same thing is going to happen. You're going to see us frolicking in Florence and you're going to be like, well, it must be nice. I guess they got it all figured out. It is a shit show that we are in right now trying to figure out how to get somebody on the telephone to roll our car into a container and roll our luggage, not our luggage, but our our stuff that we're taking there. There's a giant mess of what we're doing. And I want you to see the reality of it because it should allow you to dream bigger and to know it isn't easy and it's not going to be perfect. But when you're clear about what you want, the rest of it just takes care of itself. The other thing that I think is really important is that when you have a partner or a spouse in this journey and you're making a move, you're shifting careers or whatever is happening, your way of processing something is not the same as theirs. And it's really, really easy to fall into the, what the fuck are you talking about with the dish soap? It's really easy to fall into that. Or Kim, it's a year and a half away. Do you need to be calling shipping containers right now? Like it's really easy to fall into that crazy pattern of this is how I process and you should process the same. And making people ask us all the time, and they truly do, Darren White, ask us all the time why why our relationship works. How do we function in life being so different and yet we 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 make it work, you know? And the way that happens is because we allow each other to process the way we need to process, but also have influence over each other to be able to sway each other. So for example, when Rob started going on the dish soap and the tangent of all the things that he's just going to pack a year supply of and put into the shipping container... I reminded him, Rob, you did four months in Europe. We went through eight cities. You found a new hair cutter. You actually found hair products you love more, which is probably what triggered him to call Damn Italy and ask for it. Mm-hmm. And like you found all the things you wanted and never once did you look and say, this dish soap sucks. I'm really missing Myers, you know, like, and so I was there to remind him that he already has built that muscle of being uncertain because I I threw his ass into that for four months and he did it amazingly. So, you know, we have that ability to influence each other, but not in a, you know, you're an idiot for thinking that way. And I think too often partners 
don't understand or accept that their partner just processes differently and they see the way they process as wrong versus different. And so if you're leaning in on this next chapter or whatever you're doing, that's kind of a big decision and your partner is processing things differently, hear them out and see how you can use your strengths. Like my strength is strategy. So when Rob is in a shit show of what what products is he going to bring and how is he going to function and how is he going to get this and how is he going to get that, my strategy brain can come in and help him figure this out. And so I use my strength for solving his problem because if I don't help him solve the problem, it's going to keep popping up. It's like the damn pop-up thing that comes on the computer and keeps popping up and telling you you need to back up your computer or whatever. If I don't solve it, it will keep popping up. So it's in my best interest in sanity to help solve Rob's problems and his as well. Well said, senorita. Um, Okay. Well, no, senora. Sen- Are you going to go to... Senorina. No, actually, I'm, you'd I'm be... Definitely, I'm, yeah, you're yeah, not anymore. I'm not a you're a senora, madam. Um, okay, so um, we are just about done with our Dream Life course. It should be available within the next couple of weeks. If you want to get on the early bird list, then text the word Dream Life to 310 9724. That's Dream Life 310 388 9724. Operators are standing by. And if you text now, you will get a potato peeler. Oh my God. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game, or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.